Welcome everyone to the long-awaited uh, Cuckoo's Cast 13, uh, 15. Um, it's been a while. Um, in fact, it's been nearly a month. Uh, we've had various issues with um, uh, technical uh, situations that have arisen, uh, not just uh, at this end, but um, we've had um, some, some internet issues with guests and people that we had lined up. So frustratingly, um, as well, when you throw in the run-up to Christmas and work and stuff like that, it's been um, it's been a bit of a disaster. But we're here now, and uh, and that's the main thing. So welcome to Cuckoo's Cast number 15. Um, you join us on our journey. Um, after post Ilkeston, um, Ilkeston Town home match, um, which we didn't expect necessarily too much from, um, and we didn't get any points from it, but we got a much better performance. And it took, um, I suppose you could argue, a streaky 90th minute or after 90th minute goal from Oliver Brownhill to um, to win the game. And it was a match where um, you know Yaxley did very well and um, were competitive and probably felt at the time, like even though it was a defeat, it felt like it could well be a, um, could well be a turning point in our, uh, in our season. And it's absolutely proved to have been the case because we're now sitting on a run of three wins from three post that we're coming into a difficult period, you know, Stamford and Chase town and away to Corby and at home to Wisbeach and then away to Hale's own, you know, we've got, some difficult games going up. We've also got, you know, critical ones, that Wisbeach town at home, the Crawby away, and then the Histon one at, by the end of January, a, a massive games. And, and as Barry Fry used to call them, 66 pointers. And uh, I think that's a fairer assessment. You know, for the sake of argument, let's assume that everything's going to happen as planned and that the season's not going to be curtailed again and that we will, you know, have um, have the, the, the campaign that we, we all want because it, it's kind of in the space of a month and from the, the time that we last spoke, it's gone from looking like a surefire relegation battle to, and we're not out of the woods, I don't think anyone's taking their foot off the gas, that is for sure, but it looks like now we're in the position where maybe that lower mid-table finish could could be on. You know, let's not get carried away and talk about playoffs or um, anything ridiculous, you know, that that that, that potentially could happen still mathematically but let's concentrate on getting to um getting to 40 points as soon as possible um and and worrying about it then and we're over halfway to that we're on 22 points at the moment we've played 21 7 uh drawn one and lost 12 and we've scored 32 conceded 49 that leaves us with a minus 17 goal difference uh, and on 22 points but that kind of minus 17 came in two or three games you know sort of in the autumn where where we we had disappointing results and lost you know a fair few goals in the in the process but you know if you look at the relegations places now histon are on 11 and so am on nine both also having played 20 games they're in the surefire relegation places so they're 11 points adrift of the cuckoos which beach have a game in hand they've played 19 and they're on 12 points they're in the playoff position the relegation playoff position which is 18th between us we've got corby sutton coalfield and Daventry. And that made the Sutton Coalfield match, you know, especially important. And that followed up the Ilkeston game. And it was a game of goals. Um, it was a game where we went ahead, we went behind, um, we got further behind, and we got back and 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 turned it, you know, turned it round. So 
just to kind of rattle through the goals uh, from that game, um, we'll start with the fact there was three red cards. Tom Wormsley of Yaxley and James Beresford and Deshaun Martin went for uh, Sutton Coldfield. So Tom Wormsley scored for us first after a quarter of an hour. Then two goals from Isaiah Marsalia got it to 2-1 to Sutton. Bradley Gotthard took us in a level at the break before um, Jordan Francis made it uh, 3-2 to Sutton just before the hour. There was still time before the hour for um, us to feed the Sparrow and he will score. He got it back level on 59 minutes. And then a crazy 10-minute period was uh, capped with a Dan Cotton penalty, which uh, saw us home. Fantastic performance. Great result. And on a Saturday where some of the other results really, um, you know, went our uh, went our way. Um, and, and that helped us out. That then took us on uh, a week further. So into... Um, December the 11th, a foggy, misty, drizzly day at the Sahali Stewart uh, Memorial playing field and um, the Spalding match. And could we turn it round and get the six points, uh, two, two wins over them? That was the big question going into it. There was, of course, the fact that there was a bit of um, a bit of unsettled um, uh, feeling in their in their camp. Uh, due to Gabby Zakwani leaving their manager. But you always worry about the new manager bounce and, and all of that kind of stuff. They brought in, you know, legends and people that, that we know of from, from years gone by, like Richard Stain being goal. Um, and also a couple of ex-cuckoos in Dan Bacero and Jordan McLeod, who um, did a grand job of, uh, of trying to ref the game, that was for sure. But it was a funny old match. We took the lead with probably our first chance. Um, Amombe Apoyo with the, the strike on a quarter of an hour. It was a delicate little finish. Um, and, and we were proving to be super effective from set pieces. Um, there was then a moment of um, oh, of madness in terms of the red card, um, which, uh, which, which helped us out massively. Chris Ward getting sent off um, for, for a, a real... Um, Real proper headbutt on, um, real proper headbutt on Matt Sparrow. It was it was absolutely, um, you know, it was absolutely uh, clear as day. And um, from that, uh, pretty much Spencer Tinkler then side footed went in, and you felt like if we got to half time, we'd be in a really really good position. Um, and we, but we couldn't quite couldn't quite make it. Uh, there was uh, a goal brought back from uh, from Spalding by um, Josh Hines, it was. And then in the second half, despite them only having ten the ten men for the for the majority of uh, of, of that period, um, it felt like um, they were the only team really that that possibly were going to score. They seemed to be all over us. When you think about it now, with hindsight. Actually, it was really good defending. We kept defended our box, defended our areas. Harvey Steele and Johnny Hurd, brilliant at fullbacks. Um, and then we had a couple of chances on the breakaway. One where it kind of ran away from the Sparrow and he managed to connect more with Dan Bocero than the ball. And after him being involved in the sending off, you know, half of Spalding, people were pouring out of B&Q and, uh, and, and Sainsbury's nearby to try and get him sent off rather than concentrating on trying to get back in the game. Um, but the second time he got ran through, he didn't make the mistake. A delicate little dink and uh, and three uh, three one and it, even though it felt like that should have been game over it actually wasn't because there was some pretty erratic um, officiating the linesman on the near side seemed to be desperate to get someone from our dugout 
cautioned or sent off. And and we played until gone five o'clock. And, you know, the relief at the end was fantastic. And it then put us in the position where we were starting to get that daylight. Unfortunately, the other results didn't really go away. Soham got a draw on that Saturday at Stamford, which took a little bit of the edge off it um, from, from our perspective, maybe. Um, but it moved us on to the game against uh, Sporting Calza um, at the Drove this most recent Saturday. And again, don't really know when we're, when we're beaten. And that's fantastic, really, because despite taking the lead uh, early on, uh, Amombe Apoya again uh, after 10 minutes, always starts the game on fire, doesn't he? Um, Josh McKenzie and James McGrady had made it uh, 2-1 to Kelza. And, you know, he's taking the op- opening game of the season. That was a ding-dong battle. They were leading on 50 minutes. It took a bit longer. We were into the last quarter of the game before um, Dan Cotton um, showed massive composure at the back stick to uh, to tickle one in before a rare show of emotion. Um, you know, massive celebration. And then he did it again with a penalty in the last 10 minutes. And, you know, whilst again we were hanging on, um, you know, whatever, we got the three points and got over the line. So a fantastic performance. And that takes us into to the Christmas period, uh, as I say, in 14th place in the league. And you would have probably bitten anyone's hand off if that was the case, um, if you felt that was the case in the in the run up um, to, to the season. If you just said we'd have been you know, 10, 11 points clear of relegation at Christmas, uh, you'd, you'd take that. But we're still not over the line. There's still lots of work to be done. Still, some big games to uh, to come up, and some some really crucial ones that that will affect the outcome of of the relegation. We can also have a say in who finishes near the top of the league as well, with Stamford and Chasetown and Belper to come fairly rec- uh, fairly soon. Um, so yeah, that's it really. A quick catch up. There will be guests, <laughs> internet and uh, technical wizardry permitting, and um, you know, we've got a couple lined up. We just need to get them over the line. Anyone else who wants to be a guest, um, you know, keep keep the messages coming on Facebook and what have you. I, I will squeeze you in. Don't worry. Um, and potentially maybe even start to do some some conversations, some interviews and things on a match day. So um, thanks for the support of the, of the pod uh, in this first half of the season. You never want to do something where you're talking to yourself into a vacuum. So the fact that the, the listenership's growing is great and, uh, you know, it's an incentive to keep going. Only uh, really remains for me to say Merry Christmas and Boris permitting. See you. uh, See you at the Zico for the Stamford game.